thank you for joining me on Living Encouraged with Eileen. At Living Encouraged, we are all about encouraging, inspiring, and empowering you to realizing your goals, dreams, and visions in faith, family, and career. Every message shared here with you is biblically based and will empower you with the Word of God. Hi, I am your host, Eileen Bocanegra, Christian life coach, Bible teacher, and author of My Journey with God. I am so excited to be sharing this encouraging message with you today. Hi, today I want to talk to you about the power of focus. It's where we put our focus that determines the direction we will go. You know, when I stop and I think about how important and how powerful our focus is and how much our focus determines on what we do, what we achieve in life, it just really blows my mind when I look at how our focus plays such a key essential roles in our achievements in life. Uh, when we magnify our faith, we essentially minimize our fear. When we magnify something such as our faith, we put all our focus on our faith, no longer focusing on the fears, on the what could go wrong, on all the what ifs. And that is something really important about the power of focus is understanding just how powerful focus is, how powerful our focus can be. We can easily hinder our ability from moving forward when we stay so caught up and focused on our past. When we hinder ourselves uh, from being able to move forward, it's because we're holding on to something. We're focused on something else that's telling us, you know what? You can't get there. You can't do that. You're not able to. There's no way that you could be a different person. There's no way that you could ever change. We're focused on who we were or who we are right now and not on who we can be. When I look at one of the quotes of Tony Robbins, it says, One reason so few of us achieve what we truly want is that we never direct our focus. We never concentrate our power. Most people dabble their way through life, never deciding to master anything in particular. It, I mean, just look at that. That quote in itself says everything that pretty much teaches us about the power of focus. He says that how we're truly not ever going to achieve those things that we want if we don't direct our focus on those achievements, if we don't direct our focus on those, on those goals. When you stop and you think about a person that um, is shooting a bow and arrow, they have a target. And in that target, they have a focus that their main goal is to focus and hit the target right dead in the center, in the bullseye. But if they aim that arrow without truly focusing on their target, and they just aim it just randomly, that bow is going to shoot that arrow in any random direction. And it's never going to hit the bullseye until you truly focus. Sometimes we get so distracted in life that we lose our focus. We lose our train of thought. We start to believe in those negative thoughts that are telling us that it's just not possible. There's just no way that this is going to happen for us. It's not in the cards for us. How often have we heard that? It's the cards that you've been dealt. Well, if you stay focused, you can truly make something of that hand that you were dealt. If you really focused, you truly know that, okay, maybe I need to change my train of thought. Maybe I need to change my course. 
when we look at Thomas Edison, he sat there and he did he did his attempts every day. He constantly attempted time after time after time, over and over, hundreds of times, trying to perfect the light bulb. And in every attempt, he looked at what his focus was, and his focus was, I'm going to create this light bulb. I'm going to perfect it. But every time that he made an attempt, something went wrong. So what did he do? He redirected his focus on how he can achieve that overall goal. He was determined. His mind was set. In Hebrews 12.1, it talks about us running our race. And it tells us, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Fixing our eyes. In other words, focus our eyes on Jesus. Focus our eyes on our race. When we look at the the runners, the marathon runners, they're focused on their race. They're not focused on everybody else around them. They're focused on their race. When you look at a fisherman, when they're casting out their... their, uh, their rod and they cast out into the ocean, into the waters. They're focused on a specific area where they're hoping that their aim is going to hit right there in that that one area. That's where they want to make it. When you look at a baseball player, that baseball player, the pitcher, is focused on ensuring that he gets that ball right to where he needs it to go so that he can strike out the guy that's batting. And you look at the batter, the batter is focused on the ball to make sure that the swing that he gives is the right swing, that it's going to be at the right precise time so that he can successfully hit that ball out of the park. It's their focus that determines what their actions are going to be. Mark Twain said, you can't depend on your eyes when your imagination is out of focus. When I stop and I think about the work that I do, if I were to just stay focused on simply what I see before me, then my imagination would not allow me to go beyond simply what I read, simply what I see. I would just read the Bible and the words would be just as they are. But when I get to work and I start creating a new Bible study guide or I'm writing a new book, As I read the scriptures, my focus goes deep into the scripture where I can see, I can envision with imagination what's really taking place in that moment. I see the pain and the suffering. I see the people walking through the deserts, walking through dry lands in hopes of getting to that land that was promised to them of milk and honey. As they walked, they walked with a focus when they first started. But at some point, the Israelites began to lose focus. They began to lose focus on what that prize was. That prize was to reach that promised land. Instead, all they focused on what they didn't have. They focused on what they left behind. So therefore, they got to grumbling and complaining. How often do we find ourselves in that very same situation where we get so caught up and focused on What hasn't happened yet? What hasn't been fulfilled? How much time has been wasted? Where we used to be versus where we're hoping to head to, but it doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen. How many times have we lost our focus? When we lose our focus, we essentially lose our drive. 
We're no longer driven by anything because we've lost our focus. We no longer have that goal in front of us to achieve because we lost our focus. We can't see it anymore. We don't see the bullseye target anymore. Instead, we either give up and we stop or we begin to just aimlessly go here and there, wandering off, trying different things in hopes to one day, maybe just one day, we'll be able to achieve that goal. You know, like Tony Robbins said, most people dabble their way through life, never deciding to master anything in particular. How many of us have done that? I'm guilty. I have been there over my years. I used to always say I'm the Jackie of all trades. I can do all these different things, but I'm not a master of any of them. It wasn't until now that God was able to take all those things that I did over all these years. And now I can perfect it. I can take and focus on what I do now. And what I do, I give it my all because I am focused. I am determined and I have an overall goal. So when we look at what God gives us, the gifts that he gives to us, we can choose to decide, you know what? I'm going to believe that I have these gifts and I'm going to believe that I'm going to do something with these gifts that's going to be powerful, that's going to be meaningful. I'm going to do great. Or we can choose to believe otherwise. We can choose to believe in the negative and choose to believe that these gifts are a waste of time. That there's nothing that I can do with it. That I can't amount to anything in my life. Oh, my life has always been the same. And we can go on and on and on. Just like the Israelites complaining. Instead of really looking at what our true focus is, our goal. Had they not lost focus on what their goal was, I'm sure God would have gotten them to their final destination a lot quicker. But instead, they were stuck for 40 years in the desert, in the drylands, just stuck. So they lost their focus. They lost their, their hope, their joy, and they just gave up on everything. They chose to give up instead of trying to change their attitude. And despite what Moses would say to them, despite what anybody would say, they were just so disgruntled by this point. They they really didn't care anymore. If anything, they started to say, you know what? We would have been better off as captives. We would have been better off with the Egyptians. And when we look at how negativity plays a role, when we start to focus on the past, we start to focus on all the things that we've done wrong. We start to, to really just stay z- z- narrowed in to everything that we have said wrong, that we have done wrong, every failure that that we have experienced, our focus just starts to dwindle down and just to steer itself into a completely different direction, steering us away from any possibilities of making a goal of our life, of making a success in our lives. <clears throat> when I look at what what uh, Venus Williams says, she says, I don't focus on what I'm up against. I focus on my goals and I try to ignore the rest. See, that's what's key about Venus Williams is that she does her very best. She knows that she's going to be hit with opposition. She knows that she's going to be hit with distractions. She knows that she's going to be hit with negativity. Clearly, she's telling us, hey, look, I know all these things are going to happen. But guess what? I do my very best to try and ignore all the rest. I try to ignore everything and stay focused on what I'm up against. My goals. My goals are to win. 
That is her goal in life, is to win, to succeed, to be the very best. And that's what we ought to do. We ought to stay, stay just as focused and keep keep our direction head on, focusing on what's ahead. One of the, one of the uh, quotes from Zig Ziglar says, Lack of direction, not lack of time, is the problem. We all have 24-hour days. Isn't that unbelievable? We all have 24-hour days. So it's what we choose to do with those 24 hours that determines how the end of the day is going to go. Now, we can choose to sleep the entire day away and then wonder, well, why didn't the laundry get done? Or why didn't uh, I get that little task outside taking care of for my wife? Or why didn't I take care of um, something else around the house? Instead, I just let it all go to waste because I slept my day away. We can choose to sit uh, in front of the TV and watch the Hallmark Channel all day long. Uh, obviously, that's my favorite channel. We can sit there. We can watch the Hallmark Channel, watch every Christmas movie under the sun all day long. But what will we accomplish? Yes, we're going to get rest. But at the end of the day, the dishes are piled. The house is a mess. Nothing's gotten done. We haven't done anything successful. We haven't done anything to achieve our goals. We haven't marked off one thing on our to-do list. Instead, we indulged on watching TV all day. It's what we choose to put our our focus on that determines our direction and where we're going to go. It determines whether we're going to be successful or not. You know, sometimes we can sit there and we can focus on something so hard and do our very best, yet, yet, we don't see everything that we've applied come to fruit. And sometimes that distracts us, that causes discouragement. But if we stay focused and like Thomas Edison and we go back and revisit, okay, well, what did I do and how can I change uh, in, in the direction that I'm going? What can I do differently? And that's one of the things that we must ask ourselves. It's not so much that we failed, that we just weren't successful at it. It's just that when we gave it that shot, it's not that we were failures. It's just that whenever we did that task, whatever it is that we were achieving, maybe, just maybe, we just needed to change the direction in which we were going. Maybe we were forcing that puzzle piece in that spot, knowing darn well it does not fit there. Knowing that, you know what? Maybe I need to keep looking for the right puzzle piece that's going to fit precisely right here instead of forcing it. And sometimes that's what we do. We force something knowing that we're pressing too hard on it, that it's really not what's aligned for us. That's really not what God aligned us to do. Yet we're forcing it to make it work. You know, one of the, one of the things that uh, as I was writing this down and I was thinking about the power of focus, one of the things that I, that I came across was clarity. When we lose clarity on our goals... We are essentially losing our focus. But when we get our clarity intact, when we're clear with our goals, one of the things that I love about um, Terry Savelle Foy is how much she talks about it and encourages us to create vision boards. And last year was my very first year in creating a vision board. And, and I started to understand with clarity the visions that I had for the coming year, the goals that I had outlined. And in looking at that, I could see with clarity and I was able to steer my thoughts and my activity towards achieving those goals. 
And by the end of the year, we're now, what, at the end of November, I can look at that vision board that I created last November and I can see everything that I have accomplished or that's already in progress. You see, that's what clarity gives you. When you have something to see, you focus on it, you can see it on a daily basis, you have total clarity to know, okay, now I'm going to try this to try to achieve it. Maybe your focus is on becoming debt-free. How do you become debt-free? What can you do different today? What can you change today in your focus, in your actions to be able to achieve that overall goal of becoming debt-free? Maybe your goal is to have a new career. What can you do different today to achieve that goal? Do you need to go back to school? Do you need to train in something new? What is it about that goal and that career? What is it that you need to do different? We have to remember, as Proverbs 4.25 says, that it says, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. In everything that we do, in our faith, in our careers, in our marriages, in our relationships, in our finances, in every aspect of our lives, we always have to look directly forward, just as the Bible tells us, and gaze our eyes straight forward. When we run our race, when we run that race that we have been given, we must stay focused on what's ahead. Because I guarantee you, when you look back, when you turn around, you can stumble, you can fall, you can easily end up sidetracked, off track, redirected because you lose your focus. So I encourage you, as you start this new week, get focused, get realigned with your focus on your goals and know the power of focus. The power of focus is so important in you achieving those goals. So I encourage you, go out today, get focused, make your to-do list, start checking them off. Get off the couch and do something that's positive, that is leading you towards your race to achieving your goal. So remember, go out there, enjoy the day, and stay focused. I love you, and I pray many blessings over you, and I wish you the very best this week. Bye.